When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, baby. That's all I have to say. Um, we got to check the weather here because it's pretty amazing. Uh, your weather for Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, record warmth, mostly sunny and breezy with a high of 84. The record right now for uh, this date was in 1931, was 83. So if it does hit 84, it'll be an all time record. So people will be able to bitch about that somehow. Most of us will enjoy it, but some people go, see? Yeah, whatever. Uh, clear and warm tonight, a low of 56. Then tomorrow, warm and mostly sunny with a high of 82 tomorrow. Partly sunny with afternoon and evening thunderstorms. Maybe some showers. Not severe, though, with the thunderstorms. Uh, 77 for the high on uh, on Friday. Then Saturday, they heard that... Uncle Tommy was coming to town. So on Saturday, 48 in rain, and on Sunday, cold as rain tapers off. Rain may be mixed with wet snowflakes on Sunday oh. with a high of 45. Thanks. Thanks, God. I appreciate it. Okay, so a part of me is, like, okay with this because, like, I want to leave with bad weather. <laughs> you want to lead with bad weather? No, leave, like, when there's I don't I have a hard time. Oh, you're leaving. When it's that's 80. right. Yeah. So I forgot you're you're leaving. Yeah, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I'm going to Florida, Tom. When you're coming back. Yeah, good. Thanks. No Back's problem. Never. Do you want me to say hi to anybody while I'm there? Or yes, please do. Let's go up to Mickey and say, Mick, I've always right. loved you. Give him a hug. No problem. I'm on it. I like it. Okay, clear in 63 right now, but it may be record warmth, 84 later on today, they're saying. Uh, it's going to hit. We'll, we'll see how that works out. But, yeah, beautiful, beautiful weather until, of course, my plane lands, and then that'll be that. Right? Yeah, you're bringing the bad weather. That sounded really weird because when I said my plane lands, it's not my plane. I should say the plane I'm on. I don't want to give anybody the wrong idea oh, here. You think, well, maybe, but yeah. Oh, a lot of people fly private now. Well, Lots. Must be nice. They have I like, be. yeah, they have like a season pass you can buy for private yep. jets. Yep. I'm trying to get Justin a freaking golf travel bag used. <laughs> and then there's. Well, Mofo's talking about a private plane mm-hmm. that would make things so much easier. That's one thing I will tell you is when we're, you know, when I'm able to sit down for a couple of minutes down in, in Florida, we're, I suppose, maybe five miles from the airport. Mm-hmm. You want to see some air traffic. Holy God. Uh. Private air traffic going into that airport because it's, you know, right outside of Palm Beach. Yeah. Oh my God! I, there must be, and I'm not exaggerating. You drive by that airport, there, and it's 
at any time somewhere between 50 and 200 private planes sitting there. It's yeah. just a, a lot of people, a lot more money than we got, I will tell you that. Their um, Flying Cloud Airport is kind of near our house. Yeah. And yeah. when there was like the big golf, anything, the big golf tournaments or whatever, sure. we see a bunch of private planes come in. So That is it. Matter of fact, I, I should mention this because it was so cool. There's a, a service in the United States that takes World War II veterans, and they're all in their 90s now, and will fly them to their families for free on a big jet. Mm. Um, they did it for Don, I think it was three years ago. Don was, I believe at the time, like 92, 93 years old, something like that. And as I've said before, my father-in-law, Don Brandt, won every medal except for the Congressional Medal of Honors. He was a war hero, World War II, and all the rest of it. What those people, that they treat your grandfather, your father, whomever, like they are the king of the world. They are eternally, gra- unlike Macron, they're eternally grateful what our, what our soldiers and and fighters did during World War II. It's just, it was beautiful to watch. It was just, it was just give, 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 no taking at all. It's just, let me help you. Isn't that wonderful they do that? That's awesome. Yeah, I got a friend of mine whose dad won the Medal of Honor from Ooh, Vietnam. Man. Yeah, and he would always, in fact, when he was, when the Super Bowl was here, his dad was one of the five members of the military that came out and did the honorary coin flip. Oh, and, cool. Yeah, and he was talking about how, man, when those guys all get together, they basically just take these, anything those guys want, they get it. You get yep. first-class accommodations. <laughs> your bags are taken for you. Everything is, so, it's just done so well. So, yeah, it's nice to see that those guys get a little bit on the back end because they suffered so much during the early parts of their years. Yeah, and those guys are a lot of them now in their, a lot of them are in their 80s now that fought in the Vietnam War, oh, the yeah. early days of the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. So they're getting there, man. Um, I just, as I said, it, it just you, you look around the planet right now, and I'm telling you, I know people get pissed off at me about this, and, and that's how this show works. I understand that, but we don't try to poison anyone's mind. Uh, the world has gone mad. Uh, honestly, Brazil's now going to meet with China about getting off of American currency. Oh, yeah. You know, I saw this article the other day. Oh. And, um, Makes you a little nervous, doesn't it? Yeah. You got Macron over there hugging them and uh, hanging out and buddying it up with them. Uh, it's, but I will tell you what, one thing, if, as I watch the news, Americans are distributing the worst behavior I've ever seen in my lifetime. Nobody cares about anybody else. It's me, me, me. You're always pissed off. You're always upset. What do you think other people are going to think of us? Seriously, if that's all you ever do is piss and moan, uh, you know, there are times to piss and moan. There are times to march in the streets. I understand that. I got no problem with that. But it's not a daily occurrence. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's not something every day. So I just think we look, don't you think we look really bad to the rest of the world right now? I mean, I, it's, it's hard to even fathom that. Like, I have a hard time being like, how are we perceived to the rest of the world? But yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. It's just, would everybody just calm down? I've told you before, and and you guys, I don't think, commented on it for yourselves or whatever, but I would not waste my energy hating anyone. I dislike people, but I don't want to waste any energy disliking them. If I got to the hate point, it would take energy, and I'm not doing that. Right? Yeah, I got one or two people on the list that. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fact, I had a conversation about somebody last night because there's only three people. There's only three people that I've ever worked with. That I have ever said I will never work with that person again, no matter how much money they threw at me. I wouldn't do it. And I had this conversation about this person last night. 
and for what, but I don't think about them either. It's not like they ruin my day. Yeah, I don't think about them either. But if somebody were to bring it up, I just go, no, moving on. I don't, I don't have the, I have no time for that anymore. Plus, you, 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 yeah, you only have so much space in your head. Why would you fill it up with garbage? That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Is get that out of your head. I, I. Somehow it must make you feel better to piss and moan about how angry you are and how you hate everyone. Waste our time, waste your time. Calm down. And as Rudy said, you got a couple of people you're not really fond of, or uh, I guess Rudy did mention he hated them. Yeah. No, yeah. No, no. But you remind me of Justin. Like, Justin needs enemies. He thrives on that. Like oh, he really? loves. Yeah, like, it's it's like a random person. It's usually whatever. But he likes having, like, that person... Like I don't, I don't feel like I need to wake up and be like, "Yeah, take that, like Deborah from HR." But like Justin has his, like, <laughs> it's hilarious because he has his like one work enemy. You know what I mean? Oh, really? And yeah. then, I mean, it's like usually a a frenemy kind of situation. But like, he he thrives on that. Like he loves a little bit of controversy to get him up in the morning. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, but I'm also that guy that will like. Uh, I passed off a bunch of work to a, a, a another comedian in town who really wants to get into podcasting and editing. Uh-huh. And I've been editing some podcasts for a guy who works for uh, the NBA Network and for Live Golf. Yeah. And I, when I passed on the work to her, so she could start doing it and kind of get her foot in the door. Yeah. I spent hours of my time. Showing her how to do this and teaching her the right way so that the the quality doesn't go down. And at the end of it, you know, she was like, so what do I owe you? I was like, you don't owe me anything. Just I'm I'm glad I could help you. And I hope that one day you get to a point in your career that somebody that you pass work to because – this business, eventually you won't do this job anymore. You'll pass it on. And when you pass it on, you give your time and energy to somebody for free to help them up the ladder a little bit. And then I turned around and called her boss a huge C word. But other than that, <laughs> I am okay. No, and you, you've got a soft heart and so does Justin. And so I think if any of these people that quote unquote have wronged you guys, if they ever formally came to you and was like, hey, like... I was an asshole. I was this and that. I think you both would yeah. melt. But it's just funny. There's just these like people in this world that want to hold on to those little <laughs> grudges to keep them yeah. motivated. Well, right now, nobody's going to do that anyway. Nobody's going to come to somebody and say, oh, sorry for the way I treated you. I don't know. Don't you ever have that urge? To, I did it like sure. six well, months not, ago to somebody. Yeah, yeah. I felt bad though the way I treated her and I reached out and was like, I was not great. And we actually went to lunch and it was great. But and it felt so much better to know that like I can live my life and if, if I run into her I won't be terrified. So it's like especially like post pandemic when you thought about things. And I had some people reach out to me during some of the Me Too stuff and be like, Hey, this wasn't great the way I did this. Yeah. Um What do you mean? Like during like the sexual harassment stuff, oh, like yeah, nothing yeah. was like overtly terrible, but there were things like somebody reached out to me and was like, "Hey, I remember we were at the state fair and I I hit you hit you really hard on the butt and you know you you didn't really react and I, I think about that all the time. I don't even remember it. Like that's how indoctrinated I was yes. in the chaos. But like somebody did reach out and say something like, and I had people do that, and so it's like I think people do. It, it has to eat at you for a while, but. If you're willing to receive it, I think it does happen. Yeah. Could, could we go back one second? Yeah. Uh-huh. Who hit you on the butt? Oh, it was like a silly thing. Like, it, wa- it was a silly thing, and I think at the time it was I- – I don't even remember it. Like, that's how unaffected I was by it, and it was oh. a friend. 
and oh, it was a friend. Yeah, I it was a friend. Walked, uh, no, 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 it was a friend, and and he felt bad about it, and he's like, it was all during all these people saying all these times they felt uncomfortable at work during you know, and they reached out to me, and there there was a couple incidents like that where people reached out to me, and that was like the most really one one that I didn't even re- I go uh, if he makes you feel better I didn't can't remember it I have no recollection of it and. I go, and I, you are forgiven completely. Yeah, because yeah, I had that happen too, where I, you know, 15 years after something had happened, I reached out to this person and was like, hey, by the way, you yeah. know, like we were all young, like, yeah. you know, we were both working, we had a couple of drinks one night, I may have said something, and you were kind of given the, the vibe, like this was going to maybe go somewhere, and then it didn't, and yeah. I apologize, and she's like, I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. And I'm like, so I've been walking around with this for 15 years, yep. thank you so much. It all works out in the end, man. I um, yeah, just yeah, yeah, go on with your life. I suppose it's just a, you know it's so weird. I was thinking the whole time you guys were talking about that. I was sitting here thinking about who I dislike. Like I said, I don't waste time on hating anybody. It takes too much energy. I don't need it. I did when I was younger. I suppose I didn't. I hated a couple people, but it never came to anything. So I just gave up on the whole concept. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But I literally, there's a type of person that I do not like to deal with. Uh, I like maybe two or three people in that entire area. One of the reasons I'm I'm back at Hubbard, where I started, was because I loved working here before. Jenny and I have been friends forever. Dan Seaman, Amy Daniels. I mean, that, that, this is what I'm talking about. Most of the people I dislike are people I have to work for. And I don't work for anybody now. I'm a partner in this deal, so I don't work for anybody. I do not like people who are really dim trying to tell me what to do. I just don't like that. And that's not to say that I'm a genius or anything. That's not what I'm saying at all. But many, many people, I just don't understand how you go from being a waitress to being a GM in about six months. Yeah. How the hell does that happen? <laughs> well, I don't know, a bartender to a senator? One of the two, you know? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Same yeah. story. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I'm talking about. AOC, bartender to a state senator. Oh, okay. Anyway. But no, I, I have a very, very difficult time, and it's not authority. Well, it's kind of authority, I suppose. But I listened to my mother and my, my older siblings and all that stuff when they told me to do something, and you know, I didn't, I didn't care for going to school and that kind of thing. So yeah, I do have a problem with authority. There's no question about that. But I just, I don't know what to tell you. I tried my best, and then they come up and make these really stupid decisions. Here's what we're going to do. And I said, if you do that, it's going, well, it's happened... I could I could name everybody. Like Steiny was a pretty good guy to work with. Not always knew what, didn't always knew what he was nobody's talking about, but he didn't stick his nose in your business. There was a guy at Cumulus named Mike McVeigh. Did you ever work with McVeigh at all, Rudy? For just a smidge of a second. Oh, okay, great guy. I, he's still mm-hmm. a friend of mine. Yeah. But most people, and maybe it's in every business, but most people in this business have no idea what the hell they're talking about, but they're experts at it. So you've been in it for, you know, 50 years, but I know more than you do. No, you actually don't. And it's not that I'm a genius. It's that you're a moron. Yeah. It is is weird that I would much rather fail on my own than walk up the the mountain with my wagon hitched to somebody else telling me what to do. It's a weird thing. Maybe it's just it's a guy thing. I don't know what it is. But, yeah, you're right. I would much rather do it on my own and fail miserably every single time. And, like, small stuff I don't mind helping. Like, if I'm putting in a door. And somebody has door knowledge. I'm like, thank you so much. Yeah. But, yep. but let me ask yep. you for that door knowledge. Don't come up and take the hammer out of my hand and go, here's how yeah. you do it. Door uh, knowledge. Yeah, I'll figure it out, you know? 
Yeah, but it's, we all have to. It's good for us if we figure things out. So yeah, like I said, it just I do understand my shortcomings, and one of my biggest shortcomings, maybe my biggest shortcoming, is I cannot usually stand management. I just in anything. They overstep their bounds. They think they're smarter than they really are. And that go- look, there are some managers that do a great job. And I'm talking about business across the board. Some of these decisions that are being made right now on an international basis make me want to vomit. Seriously, I'm watching these people. It's like, are you kidding me? This is really the way the world's going to end up, huh? This is it. We're all going to follow China, which, by the way, we're going to line up behind China. They murder people at willy-nilly. They have slavery. Everything that you bitched about in America, and you should have bitched about it because slavery is wrong. There's no question about it. But you go right to the people who still enslave people. How do you do that? Explain that to me. Mm. Anyone? Not, nothing. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> I wish there was an answer. I wish there was an easy Easy answer for this. It does. It does feel like, you know, this is. Whenever you go back to that, you know, when somebody breaks up with somebody and they go, "This is the last time I'm getting back together with that person," and then they go back to him, it's like, well, it, you have to learn your lesson yourself. So I don't know. Hopefully, a lot of these countries that are starting to partner up with China have mm-hmm. awful experiences, and then they go, "Yeah, sorry about that. We were wrong." But listen, we just wanted to try and test the water somewhere else for a little while. And yeah. now we're back to we're back to you know th- having good positive energy. You were just talking about. Uh, I was talking to Catherine before the show started, and I said, you know, she said, "What's the matter with you?" I said, "What do you mean?" She goes, "You got that look on your face." I said, "I, I wish I didn't have that look on my face because it's a tell. There's no question about that." But I watched the news this morning. And, you know, you go about your life and you, you work hard and you, you put money away for the future. Or you invest in things or you take care of your family. You love your family and all the rest of it. But when it really all comes down to it, when they want to wipe out this planet, I'm talking monetarily because they love to do that about every 50, 60, 70 years. They're going to do it. So no matter how hard you work, no matter how much you saved, how much you busted your ass, they have just in snapping their fingers can wipe you off the face of the earth financially. Isn't that a little uncomfortable? Yeah, it's you don't like having anybody control your fate, so I do not that's yeah. not going to be your jam ever. Also, I have kids, so I know what it's yes. like to be wiped yeah. out financially. <laughs> so oh yeah, I'm okay with it. Uh, <laughs> I thought you only had one child. Uh, no, you're right. When I said kids, I know I it felt like, weird, but yeah. I like went with it. I was like, I know you only have one human. Yeah, you know, but listen, I'm a father of the planet. I was going to say, sometimes so, yes. I feel like yeah. you yeah. father me, I mother you, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, you said it's, it's bother, it's not father. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yes, that's right, true. Yeah. A big difference, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, that's the amazing. So basically now we're finding out that he's going to make up stuff about that and call me Bob once a week. That's how it's going to go. He's a liar. Me. He's Man. been telling he's me. A, he's he's a been a switching liar. which kid is sick every week. I have. Oh, yeah. Son of a bitch. I swear. Swear to God, I thought I did not call you Bob, and then yep, you're totally right. Oh no, trust you me, did. Bob. <laughs> I know. I know. We sat was. here. We sat here. We both knew it, but I was like, and that's why I was like, you should go back. Yep. You should go back, Rudy. And he goes, no, no, no. I go, okay. 
No, trust me. I, every time I make mistakes like this, I don't have. I have no problem calling myself oh, out. No. But I was very adamant I about the fact that I did not call you Bob. And then, lo and behold, the tape never lies. Did so you, my apologies. Did you notice though? Like I didn't engage. I was like, oh, interesting no. that you think that. Yeah. You should go back. Yeah. I, you know. I. But for some reason, sometimes our brains and our mouths disconnect when we're on the air. I had an old coworker of mine live on terrestrial radio say shit. And blew right past it. And if, when that, when those moments happen, because we had no dump button, because we were in some yeah. small podunk, you know, middle of nowhere, Wisconsin. Can you Wisconsin. not say shit on air? Well, not on, not on. I mean, this radio station. You is can, okay. but I, yeah. you can't on normal radio. No, oh. no, 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 no. So that, yeah. <laughs> I should so, probably know that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one to know. You've only been doing this business now for ten years. So later on after the show, I was like, God, I can't believe you said shit on the air. She goes, what are you talking about? I said, you said shit on the air. She goes, no, I didn't. I said, you absolutely did. We went and found the tape, and yeah, there it was. So my apologies. I'll, I will never make that mistake again. It'd be different if I called you a better name that wasn't so disparaging, yeah, such as Bob. The Sansevier of it all. Yeah, Bob. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. When's, when's Tom Sansevier going to be on again? I forgot. <laughs> on Friday, Friday. at 10.30 a.m. We might have him fill in for me. How fun would that be? Oh, yeah. There's a great edit. <laughs> hey, Tom. Tom, how you doing, Tom? We have to take a break. Be right back. But look, I, let me just put it this way. It's just we all get up, and there are days you just look at the news and go, God, why? And I have to watch the news. It's my job to watch the news. But um, well, let me just put it this way, because we're not in a real rush to get into the break here. We, we'll get in soon enough. The one thing that I did this morning, and I don't know the timing of it or what the situation was, but they had all our, you know, the world leaders are all uh, talking and, uh, you know, that includes Biden. And he's in, I like the fact that uh, we got problems with uh, France, we got problems with Brazil, we got problems with China, we got, you know, Russia, I'll go down the list. Our president takes the jet and flies to Northern Ireland with his son. There you go. Really? That's important, is it? The Irish love me. That's all I have to say. I'll take care of it for you there, Bill. I, I just don't understand. So I'm paying attention and I'm watching the news like, what is this all about? And I I just observed, um, did you guys ever play poker? Yeah. Like on a mm-hmm. like a like big time not big time poker, but no. in on a serious manner. No. Sure. Manner. It just we played a lot in the military, but never like anywhere else. Did you learn to pick up tells? Because that's very important. Especially if they are drinking. Mm. Well, that, those are easy to pick up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never made it past the first six hands, so I never was in the no. game long enough to find somebody's tell. But I did notice every time I watch somebody on the news this morning, a lot of people, and I don't know, it's got to be, I would say 70% of people have the exact same tell. When they don't really want to address what you just asked them, they will look to their right. Okay, they every one of them did it. I I watched this morning when they didn't want to answer a question. They will look straight to their right, not turn their head, but their eyes will move to the right side of their head. And then when they're lying, they move their eyes to the right and look down. So in other words, they're looking down to the right. And that's a very, very famous tell. A lot of people have that tell. A lot of great poker players learn those things or learn not to do that kind of thing because it tips your hand too much. But my God, if you use that criteria, the look to your right and then down, all of our world leaders lied on the news this morning. All, every one of them. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Okay. So what's the memory one? Is that that then... It was, so was memory right and creating 
a story. Oh, part of the brain? Like, you're talking about the brain now. Yeah, because isn't that yeah. what you're saying, right? Like, isn't that... Well, I feel like... Yeah. Like, what, when, you're, when you're trying to remember something, I always have, like, a hard way I look. And yeah, I wonder yep, if that is right yep. then, and then left is, like, if you were making something up. I look up when I try to... When I'm trying to think about something, in a, you know... Like you said, a hard thought. Yeah. I always look up. I oh. go, well, I wonder what I should do. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I guess I didn't even know I did that. But uh, yeah, check that out next time when you're talking to somebody and you ask an important question. If they, not, they don't turn their head now. They just, their eyes slide to the right. And if they're going to lie to you, they then look down to the right, oh. which is hilarious. Not everybody does it, but a lot of people do, as a matter of fact. All right, we do have to take that break now. We got uh, Kristen Burt coming up in a couple of minutes. Right now, My Pillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the My Slippers the number one selling My Pillow product, and I have a feeling you want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use promo code, my promo code, as a matter of fact, Tom T O M, you'll get the all-season slippers for twenty-five bucks. They're regularly one forty-nine ninety-eight. You heard me. That's over 120 bucks in savings, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out. Trust me, my slippers have an exclusive four-day, uh, four-layer design. Excuse me, that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra comfortable. They're extremely durable, which is always a good thing. They help relieve stress on your feet, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for $25, regularly priced $149.98, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code TOM, T-O-M, for this incredible offer. These will not last long, so order now. The last thing you think about after an accident is how your social media might be used against you. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything or post anything online until you've talked to us. These days, it's natural to share online what's happened to you, good and bad. When you file an injury claim, insurance adjusters will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you deserve. Your social media posts can be twisted and taken out of context. That includes words and pictures. Don't give them any fuel. Hey, you'll have the rest of your life to share the trip to the lake or your new job, but you'll only have one shot at winning your injury claim. If you've been in an accident, don't wait. Schedule your free case consultation now with Bradshaw and Bryant. Visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about those sounds? Those are the sounds of a new kitchen package of state-of-the-art appliances with innovations to make everything from meal prep to cleanup easier. Making this the sound of savings on top brand appliances. Bring on spring with savings on select kitchen appliances in-store and online at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. your milkshake quick the quicker picker upper bounty picks up spills quicker and each sheet is two times more absorbent so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand so you can get back to your milkshake my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like it's better than your bounty the quicker picker upper 
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back 726 now, 26 minutes after 7 o'clock, about 10 minutes away from Kristen Burt, or KB2 as she's known. She revealed on the, uh, the family podcast yesterday that many, many listeners of this show have reached out to her, and they all call her KB2. Because Catherine Brandt, my wife, is KB1, and Kristen Burt is KB2. I love that, though. That's so great. I love it when listeners grab onto that. Like, you know, when they call and ask for me, they say, is that a-hole there? I think it's a cool little nickname. I know. I get a lot of Quitney, Brit Brit. Somebody just called me Britster. I didn't know that was a thing. Britster. I like it. Yeah, Quitney. That was the name I gave you when you quit the queue. Which time? Yeah, which which time are you talking here, Palomino? You are correct, sister. Um, the most expensive sandwich on... Na- it is National Sandwich Day today. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Happy National Sandwich Day. Is anything better than a good sandwich? Love sandwiches. You're right. Mm. Uh, it's Happy Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. Only 4% of Americans hate them, so it's a holiday most of us can get behind. Uh, once again, why would you waste your energy on hating grilled cheese sandwiches? You can go, nah, I don't really care for them. I don't hate, like, I like grilled cheese. It has to be done right. Most people cannot make a good grilled cheese sandwich. You ever notice that? Which is so crazy because it's yeah. it's a yep. very easy thing. Me and lactose, we don't get along, and I will still put down a grilled <laughs> cheese. Thank you. They're so good. Or put a little bacon on there with it? Ooh, our tomato. I like a tomato, tomato. in there. Mm. Sure. Uh, They're popular because they're delicious. They're easy to make. One of the cheapest things you can eat as long as you don't buy this one. A restaurant in New York is bringing uh, bringing back the world's most expensive sandwich today. It is a grilled cheese sandwich that costs $214. The restaurant is Serendipity 3. They're also known for selling the world's most expensive milkshake. It's $100. The world's most expensive fries for $200. And the world's most expensive dessert for $25,000. Yeah, I'm going to buy dessert for $25. Geez. No question. Uh... So who, why would you do that? Because who would come and, who would pay that kind of money? Hmm, you know, every time I hear these stories, I'm always just a, a little on the, on the side, I, I err on the side of caution, because when the, what do you want to call it, the Kentucky Derby's like, we got a mint julep for $10,000. What they don't tell you is the mint julep costs $7, but there's also a $10,000 diamond ring attached to it. Well, and, yeah, that's different. And some of these places will do that, where they'll be like, we got a $25,000 dessert. And you're like, I don't think any dessert is worth that. And they're like, no, no, we also give you a Buick. And you're like, oh, oh yeah. And we, we do we your go. taxes. Yeah, yeah so. now we, okay, now that makes sense. So, I don't know. But listen, if, uh, if you are going to go out, and if you're going to do this once a year, like I tell people all the time, you're worth it. You are worth it. You are worth a $214 grilled cheese. So go yeah, out like, and enjoy it. Yeah. But like, even like, $10 grilled cheese is so good. So it's not like you're making something that's not good good. You know what I mean? So sure. it's like out of all the things, like if you could make broccoli taste like a grilled cheese, mm-hmm. okay. Oh, yeah. But if you can make a grilled cheese taste good, big deal. So can I. Love them, though. They are yeah. good. Oh, they have to be made yeah. right. I'll be honest with you. They have to be made right because some people mess with them and it's like this is not as good as it could be. Very simple. Just Eat a grilled cheese and shut up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Little burnt edges. That's the way to go. Oh, I like burnt edges. You're mm-hmm. right about that. Uh, I think, it, did I mention uh, Easter brunch to you guys? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the price you're, tag. You're broke. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I still don't understand. It's a buffet. You're not even working. I have to do all the work and I have to give you a C note. Really? Mm hmm. 
I just, what the hell, why is it so expensive now? Man. I feel like we like missed inflation. And so everything feels like even more expensive. Cause like you can't, I feel like you can't buy a pair of jeans without hitting triple digits, which like, it just like snuck up there during the pandemic when we weren't shopping. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, like, I don't know. It, it feels so like things seem so expensive. Yeah. Now here, at least I explain it here. The two hundred fourteen dollar grilled cheese debuted in twenty fourteen. You have to order it forty eight hours in advance, and here's why it costs so much. The bread itself has Dom Perignon champagne baked into it. It's cooked in truffle butter with edible gold flakes mixed in, and the fancy Italian cheese comes from cows that can only be milked two months of the year. Oh. Who cares? Who wants to eat gold? I know that's like a thing everybody no, wants to do, but yep. why? I know. It's, it's, I don't understand why you'd want to do that. It must make them feel better somehow. No, I'm, I'm good. If I I'm ate gold, I would be watching for it to come out the other end, let me tell of you. Of course. I would be obsessed with it. And then, Absolutely. Yeah. Filtering out gold schlager with a... <laughs> I didn't say I would be, I wouldn't be mining my poop, but I would be looking for a little razzle dazzle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're like maybe a diamond ring did pop out the other end. I ate enough and it just compacted in my tummy. Uh, once it's cooked, they stick more edible gold flakes on the outside of the bread. So you only get not only get in the inside, you get the edible gold flakes on the outside, and it's also served with a lobster bisque dipping sauce. Nothing about that interests me. I, it, I just have a grilled cheese, and I suppose if you want to spend a thousand bucks to go have lunch, good for you. Yeah. Your money, do whatever yeah. you want with it, right? Yeah, I mean, you can either go to brunch for three adults and two kids, or get one grilled cheese. No, there you go. Absolutely, uh, absolutely right. Yeah, I, I just, I'm not much on that. Here, there's a special sandwich. Is it special really? Okay, good. Um, yeah, I've never been impressed with that kind of stuff. This is really good because it's so expensive. Not really. I mean, a lot of people think that that's an automatic, that if it's expensive, it's really good. And that's not true at all. That's not true. Yeah, you can play a shitty round of golf with $5,000 clubs. Oh, that's oh, yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. example. That's mm-hmm. a, a real good example. And why did you say you to me? Like when you said you can play shitty golf. Specifically. And you were t- yeah. Specifically, talking. yeah, it felt like an <laughs> attack. It was. It was a flat out attack. There's no question about it. Uh, in any case, <laughs> I don't know what the hell this story. Well, uh, no, I, I don't want to get into the story. We've only got two minutes until Kristen Bird pops on, so I don't want to. Uh... She's, she's ready to rock. Oh, she's ready to go anyway. Good, oh, yeah. good. I'm glad that I that I that I didn't uh, get into that. Then Kristen Bird, KB2, as she's known to uh, all the people on the internet, known far and wide. Known far and wide as KB2. You know, you and Catherine really enjoy that. By the way, it's hilarious. She thinks it's hilarious, too, so you guys are shoulder-to-shoulder on that one. KB1 and KB2. There you have it. Well, I have to let you know, I'm the target market, I think, for that truffle butter and lobster bisque. Are you taking a walk right now? No. I'm hearing a little feedback. Yeah, you're, you're, 
we have got to get these calls straightened away, man. It's every day something's wrong. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know what's up, but uh, but yeah, we do everything the same way every single day. But I was just, in fact, I was just telling Brittany, I'm like, don't the mics sound so good today? Yeah, because for some reason, I'm not getting, I'm not getting any feedback. There's nothing that's overmodulated. So I had uh, just emailed engineering, was like, did you guys tweak the mics? Because if you did, leave them where they are. However, now that I'm just hearing Kristen, I'm like, I wonder if they messed with anything with her. Kristen, so. did you rearrange? your closet in any way that yeah. would affect the... Yeah. Did you wear something very puffy yesterday that may have taken away some of the sound dampening? I'm just teasing. I actually think it's a StreamYard thing. Yeah. We've had this feedback yeah. thing before. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you want me to read Do you want me to call in? Yeah. No. You, you, whatever you guys want to do. Whatever. If, if you're good with it, Tom, then we can go through with it. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, it's not it's not going to improve it that much anyway. To be on the phone is going to sound... It's not going to sound any better anyway. And, you know, it's KB, too, so no matter what comes out of her mouth, I just cannot wait to hear it. All right, let's get on it, because we've got the hottest sport right now that is going crazy in Hollywood. We're talking about Formula One. So Paramount Plus is now going to be broadcasting all of their live sports. So they announced the partnership. But you also have Netflix series that is happening. And then Brad Pitt is now doing a film. And he's doing what I would call like a Top Gun-esque type of film. Um, where he's going to play a racer from out of retirement. He's there to mentor a younger driver. And of course, he has to take his final stab at last glory on the track as the younger driver's teammate. You know what? You guys are right. She knows. Yeah, that's I, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that's yeah, I was waiting for somebody to break the break the, oh, uh, the awkwardness yeah, here. But yes, right. okay, yeah. So yeah. yeah, Kristen, I'm gonna go ahead and give you a call, and we'll get you on the phone. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> oh, that was. Hell, why is Streamyard so horrible? I don't know. Well, you know, sometimes with these uh, like shared uh, spaces that are you know like a, a building and such, you're. F- you're doing okay until everybody else starts to show up and then leech off the internet because it's yeah. one cable that comes to the building. Yeah. So yep. we're good at 6 a.m., 7 a.m., but then all of a sudden people start showing up for work and they start taking a bunch of data. And I don't know. I feel like yeah. there are some times where people, their home internet, like our internet here is lightning fast. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. people who are, you know, the Bob Sansevieres of the planet, not to knock him, but he lives literally, he might as well just have a house on Mars because trying to get that guy on the phone sometimes Times yep. is next to near impossible. And Tim Lammers, same, same uh-huh. deal. Why do we work with a bunch of people who can't stand to live in the city? They've been they've been sent out into the wilderness by the city people. I don't mean to be controversial, but I could cover both their jobs. I well, could exactly. Do. I mean, you want yeah. me to go see a movie or two? You want me to talk <laughs> sports for two seconds and then complain about the pizza somewhere? I could do both their jobs. <laughs> two That's seconds. True. You're absolutely right. Uh, yeah, so I, but we, I, I do, we got to figure this out. If we can't use StreamYard anymore, then we're not going to be able to use it because that, that sounds terrible, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Right? What are you going to do? So he's, he's, uh, Rudy's reaching out to her right now. We'll see if we can get her back on the air. And the other thing, by the way, both of your mics are very loud. Oh, okay. So that's the other thing. So I, we should back off on both your mics because I don't know if that affects it in any way, but we all like to be on the same level. Yeah. Well, you guys are both loud talkers anyway. That's the, that, it's, maybe it's not your mic, it's just you're both very loud talkers, and I am not a very loud talker. Well, the one nice thing is that we have things in place like limiters that won't allow yeah. it to yes. go. So what you hear, they kind of even our right. mics out. Yeah. Yep. So Kristen is up. Hey, Kristen. I'm She's back. 
Boy, what an improved sound getting on the phone. I like that. That works for me. How are you doing, sister? I know. I'm doing well. And, the, and not having feedback and listening to myself twice is really good news for everyone. Yeah, if you just want to call in from until we figure this out, you sound great on the phone anyway. Okay, sounds good to me. Um, yeah, so as I was saying, Formula One is kind of becoming the hottest sport in Hollywood right now. So Paramount Plus is going to be doing all of the live streaming of their events. You have the docu-series on Netflix. And then on top of it, Brad Pitt's doing what I was saying was a Top Gun-like type of movie. He's going to play that, you know, veteran racer. He comes out of retirement to mentor that young driver. And, of course, he has to take his, you know, like, last race. Um, and, of course, he's a younger driver's teammate. So, you know, that last shot at glory. Um, so it's definitely going to be one of those situations. Jerry Bruckheimer's producing it. You guys know these films. But it's really interesting that... Formula One has kind of stepped up and saying, hey, we want to be a player in the Hollywood arena. Yeah, I think that stuff is great, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think what's interesting, too, is that for those of you not subscribed to Paramount Plus, they're becoming the sort of destination for live sports because they've got NFL, um, they do the PGA Golf Tour, they've got UEFA Champions League. What they're doing is trying to take a direct challenge to Peacock. So it's always interesting to see what's happening with all of these streaming rivalries. But I'm telling people, if you're not subscribed to Paramount Plus, this is going to be one of the hottest ones, one of the hottest streaming networks to watch within the next couple of years. Well, that's all CBS anyway, isn't it? That the Paramount Plus is CBS, correct? Yes, it is. But, you know, yeah. for a lot of people, a lot of people, CBS is a very specific demographic. And yeah, they have yep. veered off of that. They've been really smart. Um, but Paramount Plus is getting a little, is broadening their scope. So I think that this is one of those things, if you haven't been drawn to CBS TV shows, you know, they have all their procedurals, they know exactly what market they hit. Yeah. There's going to be something for you on Paramount Plus. So we got Paramount Plus is CBS, you got Peacock, which is NBC, but ABC is still just ABC. They don't have a cool new... Plus. Oh, that's right. It's Disney Plus. You're, oh, yeah. But but is there anything adult on Disney Plus? I mean, I don't mean adult yeah. films. I mean for <laughs> adult people. That's what I mean. What I think is interesting about Disney Plus is they haven't had the same strategy as Peacock and no. nope. Paramount Plus. And I think it's hurting them, to be honest. Because I, for me, where you know I'm not a parent, I find that I can come in and out of Disney Plus where... I've been at Peacock, and I'm like, wow, I can definitely stick around here. There's so much to watch. Same thing with Paramount+. Plus, Disney+, Plus. it's like if I don't want to watch a specific movie that they've brought on the platform, obviously I'm covering Dancing with the Stars, and that's where Dancing with the Stars is. But they're not bringing that great scripted programming that will attract adults the way that the other streamers are. That's exactly why I asked that question. It's like I didn't even know that ABC was Disney Plus. I just thought they kept. I, I knew they owned it, but I thought they kept Disney Plus for the kids and then ABC for the adults. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand why they wouldn't follow a good lead because Paramount Plus and Peacock were good leads for them, but they're not following. Them. I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't either. And also, where ABC has had the Oscars, to me, it would have been a great place to do a lot of crossover programming live stream the Oscars and they haven't gone that direction yet where if you go to and watch say, the Grammy Awards, you can watch them on Paramount Plus just as much as you can watch them on CBS and yeah. there's so many opportunities to do things and ABC I think is going to be behind this uh, curve when it comes to and they're going to really kind of fall behind if they don't catch up soon. 
You know what's so interesting about that is that, that all, not all of them, I almost said all of them, but a lot of them, and I mean a, a great amount of them, are very good shows. I, I think streaming is the best thing that's the best avenue to take right now. I really do. It, honestly, it is, and it's, that's where the viewers are. Um, and yep. I think right now the competition is there for the streamers because everyone wants to get the most eyeballs. Everyone wants to get the subscribers. But to the people who especially aren't going back to the movie theaters, everyone's waiting. In 45 days, your movie is going to land on one of those streaming networks. Yep. Yeah, no question about it. So uh, I like the way it's headed. It's kind of weird, though, because it used to be, well, I'll just go over to Channel 4. I'll go to Channel 5. I'll go to 9. I'll go to 11, whatever. Uh, And now it's like, because one thing I did notice, uh, if you want to go for the news here, but it's weird, not in Minnesota, because... All the news channels, the MSNBCs and CNNs and Fox and all that, are on the regular uh, streaming network, right? Mm-hmm. But but down here where I am, it's not. You have to go back on a provider. Like I think down here, it's I can't remember the name. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, but you you can go on Fox and CNN on on streaming, but you have to pay for it down here. That's weird, isn't it? I do think it's weird, too, and they're probably also missing the mark there, because I know when I go on Roku, I can get, like, limited CNN service or limited MSNBC or limited Fox News service, mm-hmm, plus mm-hmm. get, and I think we talked about this the other day, I can get all of the local news across the nation, which I love, because when the story hits, yeah. yep. I go, great, I'm going to go and take a look at what's happening, you know, in Chicago or in San Francisco and, and just see what, um, especially if there's a big story, you get that local news, and I just saw on social media, I just saw a story where someone was like, this was the coverage of what happened in Nashville um, on the national news. And then they go, and then this is how the local news covered it. And you just see like a, a, the way the national news covered it, it was like a glossy, overarching view of what happened at the last mass shooting. And then you see the local stories, like the emotion and the heart of being in a community from the local news. And I'm like, mm-hmm. support your local news, because that is where you're getting the actual kind of like heartbeat and facts of what's going on. I do love the fact that you, and it doesn't matter if you start with CNN and go to Fox or start with Fox, go to CNN. On one of the channels, they'll go, this is exactly what's happening. You turn the channel, no, it isn't. They argue no. about everything. It's amazing. And just a heads up, one of our listeners uh, emailed in saying that Disney also owns ESPN and Hulu, too. Right. Okay. Right. Just make sure. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so is all the ABC program, I suppose it is all on on, uh, Hulu. Yeah, I mean, like, Animal Control, that's on ABC, isn't it? Animal Control is on Fox. That's on Fox, okay. Yeah, and I just want to add, ABC does not 100% own Hulu still. Comcast right. has an interest in right. it, and there mm-hmm. is a big debate as to what, what Disney's going to do with Hulu. They may sell it, and that is on, that is an option on the table. Um, right. As with ESPN, they don't know if they're going to 100% keep it and then invest all their money into Disney+. Plus. So that's been kind of like a big debate, especially now that Bob Iger is back at uh, CEO. Yeah, no I loved working for him. I really did. I, he was a terrific CEO, I'm telling you. So he's back. That's good, don't you think? Well, I think so, because the, the, Bob Chapik was certainly uh, letting oh. that ship go adrift. 
Uh, and not just with, obviously, programming and the films, but obviously with the, the amusement parks. We've all sort of, I think pretty much all of us have been to a Disney park in the last year. It's it's the thing, you know. It's, it's not the experience that you had even pre-pandemic mm-hmm. 10 years ago. It's, it's a whole project to go to Disney now because you're on your phone half the time trying to get into lines and you're spending a day strategizing your day in the park instead of, like, relaxing and, and sort of enjoying the experience. Yeah, it's a different deal. No question about that. I don't know. I, I, like I said, I think streaming TV is the best that TV's ever been. No, there have been some magnificent shows, and you can go on other – well, there's a, a place called Friendly, I think it is, an, a, a, uh, F-R-N-D-L-Y. It's called Friendly, and you can get all those. I mean, if you like watching old television, they got all that stuff over there. You can find absolute streaming services that whatever you want, there's one that will give it to you. There's no doubt about that, right? Yeah. Tubi has a free um, bunch of programming, a free VTV, which is part of Amazon. Peacock has a a free element um, of their service as well. And you will see, I mean, if you want, like, literally the Carol Burnett show 24-7, they have a channel for that. Old Johnny Carson episodes. There's, I mean, there's a lot to, a lot of opportunities to see classic television. I'm really glad you brought up Johnny Carson because this, and I I don't know the three of you, if you've ever seen this or not, but I I love Johnny Carson. I love to watch him. He he reinvented hosting television. He's the best of all time, no question. So I figured, well, maybe I'll go watch some old Johnny Carson episodes. The first seven that they posted all had Joan Embry on them. (laughs) It's apparently somebody like the woman coming on with the animals. Uh, Why would they do that? That makes no sense. Who was the guy that also came on with the animals? It was Joan Embry, and then there was, like, a guy who always, like, super tan. Do you remember him, too? Animal trainer. Yes. His name started with a J, too, I think. Jack. Not Embry. Jack something. Uh, Let's see. Jack. Handy? Yes, Jack Handy. Jack Handy, yes. That's exactly (laughs) I just always think about Jack. Every time the the name Jack is brought up with Late Night, I always think Jack LaLanne and his wife, Elaine LaLanne. Elaine LaLanne. Elaine LaLanne. I would not marry that man. (laughs) Why would you do that? Why would you go? Jim Fowler. Jim Fowler. Ah, Yeah, there you go. Yes. I just remember him being, like, super tan, like that super 70s. Like, I just went to the beach in Malibu and baked for nine hours. Yes. Love the look. All right, sister, another brilliant report, I thought. Well, thanks for the applause. (laughs) I don't know who's doing that, but, you know, I'm going to have to send them into detention. I think it was talented. (laughs) I'm standing. I'm saluting. Oh, you are? It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Never and mind. Brent, I will flat into your DMs if there's any more news today. <laughs> yeah. We were ch- we were chatting reality shows yesterday. Well, whatever keeps her from coughing. So th- thank you, yeah. Kristen. Yeah. Appreciate I will do it. my best. Thank you, <laughs> Kristen. <laughs> thanks, Kristen. KB two, ladies and gentlemen, and thanks for reaching out to her. By the way, she's very flattered the fact that so many people have reached out to her. Uh, I don't know what she's. You know, it's one of those things that I don't go on. What are those called again? Those social media. Social media. But I'll yeah, tell you what. Exactly. On our app, it's up and running. The whole if you want to message the show. Oh, is it? Yes. That's why you know we're we're we me and Rudy it can write back and we can send stuff to you and give you a heads up. So if you want to message the show, it's the best way. It's direct. It's bam. You don't have to worry about you know worrying about your stream or calling in. You can just do it right from that app. Good. 
Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, the app is a magnificent thing. I've had so many people tell me, I didn't know it was because they had never listened to a, to a uh, podcast before. I said, well, all you got to do is put it on your phone. You get in your car, you hit the app, and it'll because of Bluetooth, it'll pop up on your on your radio there in you your go. car. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very very simple to do. No question about that. The only complaint I hear about the show is, Tom, do they have to put up any more billboards? Jesus, now yeah. I haven't been in town in a while. I guess have they flooded the market? Uh, you know, I saw one. Let's see. Because I was in North Minneapolis the other day. I saw one on ninety four. Uh, in North Minneapolis, and then I saw one. I think I saw one outside of the Mall of America two nights ago. So yeah, yeah so they're still around. Yeah. Now people saying more than ever, but yeah, that's you know that uh, it's very very like, well, like I said. That's why I've always liked working with the Hubbards because they it's shoulder to shoulder. That's all I'm saying, man. We have to take a break here. Got some uh, spots to run and all that good stuff. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Right after this, Tom Bernard show. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial contact consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, We believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, We'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with Syntec and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec Premium Full Synthetic Motor Oil is formulated for today's engines to dissipate heat and friction and reduce wear. Get five quarts of Syntec Full Synthetic and a MicroGuard Select filter for just $33.99. Limit supply, see store for details. Get Syntec only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 